Welcome to 30 Minutes with Carrie and Karen. Hello, welcome back to 30 Minutes. Today, Karen and I are sitting down and we're going to be reflecting on our lives, particularly chatting about the lower, if not some of the lowest points of our lives and how we fought through them and came back from them. But before we do get into it, Karen, it is time for the <laughs> the tea game. Can you guess what tea we are having today? And I'll, I'll try it with you because I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Hmm. I have no idea. I know I said it smelled like chocolate or cherries, but it definitely doesn't taste like it. Can I have a hint? Well, okay, what are some hints that stand out to you when you drink it? Like, I'm tasting something kind of, like, minty. Hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm so bad at this. Okay, so you were actually along the right track. There is actually chocolate in this. Ah. Um, like, looking at the little tea container, there's there's actually like a little chocolate chip in there. Oh. Um, but the actual tea itself is a s'mores tie. <gasps> um. So what do you think of it now after knowing what it is? It's okay, I guess. Is it a fan fave for you? Because <laughs> it is from the top 12 fan faves from David's Tea. So. Um, I mean, I definitely like this more than last week's. So, oh, I'm surprised. What about you? That's eh, all right. It's it's not as bad as I thought it would be because I'm not a big fan of sweet teas, mm-hmm. um, and fruity teas. And I think when I initially saw the label, I somehow I didn't see the word s'mores, but I saw something chai, and I was like, oh, Karen will like this because she loves the chai latte or whatever from Starbucks. But yeah, and then I realized it was s'mores, and I personally don't like s'mores. Mm. But it's, it's not that bad, I guess. So going back to today's topic, I had a really interesting and uplifting conversation with one of my friends the other day. Um, we were just enjoying happy hour on, on the patio with a glass of wine. And she had asked me, would you have imagined your life to be what it is today, two to three years ago? And I think she specifically mentioned the two to three years ago time frame because that was when we were both kind of struggling with like finding a job and I personally was still in school and she was just out of school and has been looking for work with no luck and you know we we spent a lot of time like hanging out together because we were kind of like in the same place being unemployed and and whatnot but yeah I, I guess like we just both talked about how we didn't really expect us to be where we were today like she's doing really well with her job and she's gotten like a ton of promotions and just been like recognized for her work and getting a lot of credit for it which I'm like very very happy about and she's moved out she's engaged and you know looking onto buying like a new home and so it's it's like really exciting for her and like going back to the conversation, you know, I did mention to her that two to three years ago was probably one of the lower, if not one of the lowest points of my life. And I just felt like I was really struggling with an identity crisis. And 
I think at the time I was just like really anxious to finish school and get settled down with life and, you know, hopefully finding a boyfriend or finding my path with my career. And I restarted like a new program and and my schooling in general. And I just always felt like I was really behind compared to everyone else because I did general arts and studies for like the first maybe two years. And then I started like a business program. So yeah, I just felt like I was always playing catch up. And I think that really like fed into my anxiety. I was finishing up my diploma at the time and I was questioning like, oh, do I want to continue doing part-time studies and working part-time or full-time on the side? Or do I want to just finish my bachelor's once and for all? Like it's a one-year really intensive full-time program. And maybe I can try working part-time on the side, but it was really stressful to try to do both anyway. And, you know, I, I I made it out. I graduated and I was very relieved, more relieved than happy, to be honest, and just happy to be done. But I still felt like I was really struggling with, oh, is this really what I want to do? Like, I was starting to feel other interests creep up. I don't know, Karen, if you remember, but I feel like I did talk about marine biology like a couple times. And, you know, at that point, I was like, oh, I, I feel it's like too late for me to go back because... That's like another four years of sciences for your bachelor's and then a master's and then you go into the research field. So anyways, I mean, I've always loved marketing, but I think I like to struggle to find a job that I really loved. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think I was just like really dealing with that and struggling with finding like a good opportunity. And I think my mindset at the time was just also not so optimistic with myself and it was why am I not good enough for like a really good company that being said like job searching is a very discouraging thing to do like I I know that but I think just given all the anxiety and depression I was going through it was really difficult to wake up every morning and be like oh yeah everything's gonna be okay today's a brand new day like the opportunities are at my fingertips sort of mentality comparing back then to now I think the biggest difference is my attitude and mindset like it's not so much of the achievements and accomplishments that happened in between like oh I did this and I did that but it's more so like a series or chain of events that led me to where I am now with like a much more positive attitude and just like embracing life and Now it's like I feel so much more confident with myself and knowing that I have a lot to give in my career or or with friends or or with like a future relationship. And, you know, it's not so much about why am I not good enough or am I good enough? Like it's no longer really questioning those things, but it's more like knowing I have those capabilities and it's a matter of time when I will find something or someone or whatever that will be right for me. Mm-hmm. So Karen, I'm curious, you know, not necessarily specifically two to three years ago, but would you be comfortable sharing or talking about the lowest, if not some of the lower points of your life um, and, you know, how you felt back then and maybe, maybe how you thought the rest of your life was going to be like? Yeah, I, I guess I don't mind sharing. Um, I think it was really hard. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it was just, sorry, 
I think I'm just like a little emotional just thinking back. I think mainly because I feel like I've grown a lot. And, and so just like talking about, about it, it's like, I can't believe back then I was like, I don't know, almost like silly for thinking that my life was going to end or something because it wasn't, you know, at that lowest point of my life, I, I, I really was like super miserable. Um, like during that lowest point of my life, it was really tough because everything that I thought could go wrong went wrong, you know, like whether it was with my family, um, with my relationship at the time, um, just like my plans to get into medical school, it just all didn't work out. And so it was, it was just really tough because I went through school, um, you know, in hopes of getting into medical school. And then I tried twice and I, I really thought like the second time around, um, I would have made it. And I did the interview and it just didn't work out, you know, um, like I was told that they weren't accepting me because they didn't have enough like positions for applicants that were out of the country at the time. And so it was it was really, really tough because I felt like had I done a little better, maybe I would have, you know, been accepted. I think it was just like questioning my whole life, like, oh, I can't believe I just spent, you know, like 25 years of my life um, hoping to get into med- medical school. And and now that I'm not, you know, what what's like the next step for me? Do I like redo my education and, and go do something else? Um, and then I think it was also really tough because my brother was doing really well. And he was like, oh, you know, like he would say things like, oh, you should have gone into like computer science or like IT, like, you know, you would be set, you wouldn't have to worry. And and I think like in a way he was trying to, like in his own way, he was trying to make me realize that, you know, there's other things for me, you know, like this isn't the end of end of it. But, but I think like, where I was at that time was just really difficult to accept. And then I eventually got out of a really tough relationship where I think I realized that I wasn't happy. And and it took me a, a long time to realize that for the last however many years that we were actually together, I wasn't happy. And, and it was just really tough, you know, like to lose all of those things all at once. And and I think like yes, you know, just just in general, it was like a time of my life where I was questioning like my life decisions, whether it was like my career, my education, my relationship. Um and then after the breakup, I questioned my own life and like my future because I felt like okay, you know, like I'm 25 now. You know, I had hoped to get married when I was 25. And you know that, Carrie, and, you know, like have kids 26, 27. And and I felt like, oh, my gosh, like that whole plan is like thrown out the window now because realistically, I I can't see myself putting another five, six years into a relationship, waiting until I'm like 30. Like, you know, at that point, I think I just felt like I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but I definitely didn't want to invest like all the time and energy that I had invested into this relationship already into another one. And it it really took me a while um, to realize that, 
you know, with the relationship, I think I was the only one really contributing in terms of wanting like certain outcomes for this relationship. And maybe there were things where I was asking for that weren't realistic and expecting certain things. But, you know, I've, I've really learned from all the previous relationships that I have gone out of. And like, especially from this relationship, I've learned that I really needed time. And and I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but where I just needed that time to like self-explore and like have time for myself. And I think after this breakup and after not getting into medical school and going on like that solo trip that I've mentioned, it really gave me that opportunity to give myself that like self-love and care that that I needed. So yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Karen. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the tears. <laughs> I don't think she was either. No, or... definitely not. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, thank you for um, being willing to put yourself into like a vulnerable spot and talk about all this because I, I know it's not easy either. And I know that was a really tough time in your life. And yeah, I, I think just like hearing you talk about all that, like it just really resonates with me because I felt like I didn't quite go through the same events, but I felt very similar in the sense that like, you know, not being able to get my dream job, um, which at the time was like working for like a big hotel, like in, in the marketing team. Um, like I, I was really into hospitality and, and hotels and all that. And I just kept getting rejected constantly. And, and the dream job was just not working out and trying to find other things that might be close to it was also not working out. And with school, I just wasn't sure. And it was just tough, you know, and, um, and then with a the relationship, it's like, oh, like I keep meeting like crappy guys or I'm trying to make myself settle because, you know, similarly to you, it's like, yeah, I'm at this age where I imagine myself to have been dating the guy for maybe two, three years and like getting married next year, you know, and, and then by the time I'm 30, I would I would have kids and be like thriving in my career. And I think I was just so set on these expectations that I had for myself and also just like from family and and seeing how other friends or or people in in my social circles like doing really well like it just made me feel even crappier you know and so like I I totally understand just just seeing the things that we were so like determined to achieve just not work out and just feeling like well I don't know what else there is for me because this is like the only thing I've ever envisioned for myself like it is it is really hard to overcome those those things so thank you for sharing that (laughs) I guess kind of like pivoting from this topic a little bit I'm curious you know now you're happily married and (laughs) you know as happy as can be and you're potentially going back to school you know you you talked about taking um some courses and you know I'm curious like what happened in between like what did you do or what happened for you and what I mean by that is you know sometimes like in life things happen like unexpected things happen and it could happen for you um or or to you and I know you mentioned 
you know, traveling and like doing your solo traveling trip really helped bring like new perspectives for you and, and just help you like forget a lot of the other things and just focus on yourself. But yeah, I'm curious if there's other things that did happen that helped you break out of the the rut and pattern and help you move forward. Yeah, I think, you know, similar to you with how you mentioned, like, just like your, your attitude and mindset, like, I think that definitely did apply to me as well. Maybe because of my, my travel, I felt that you go out and it's like, oh, you know, there's so much more to the world <laughs> than, than what happens in Richmond, you know, and, and just like, leaving that like negative um, space and energy, it was it was really helpful for me. I, I think it, it really made me realize that only I know what's best for myself. When, when I came back from, from like, you know, like that, that self exploration trip. Um, but I think one of the biggest things probably because I did go through like a couple relationships after like that really bad breakup. And I think they were all just kind of like, like they weren't really serious relationships. Like I think like even during those relationships, like I wasn't thinking like, Oh, you know, this is the person I'm going to marry. Um, But it was more so like, Oh, you know, there are other people out there in the world for me. And, and when I finally met my husband, um, Stanley, like, I, I think he really helped me make these, like, positive changes, you know, whether that's because he's more mature, or, you know, like, like, I think it was just like a really healthy relationship that I was in, where, you know, we both encourage each other to be better versions of ourselves. And, you know, as like, cliche, or cheesy as that sounds. Well, as your best friend, and someone who's, you know, seen your relationship, from the beginning to now with with Stanley um, and, you know, having been there for for some of your previous relationships, I can definitely attest to the fact that, yes, I do feel you have matured a lot. You know, like you've become such like a beautiful and strong woman and you're just, just, you know, I, yeah, I, I see you like be more patient about certain things just more encouraging like even with yourself like I do feel like you're more kind to yourself now rather than critical whereas I feel back then like you were really hard on yourself so you know I'm really glad you did meet someone who had that profound effect on you and really encouraged you to you know like I think it's really hard to find someone who like sees those faults and in in people and just say like you know, I don't like those things, but I'm willing to accept you for who you are and push you to be the like a the the best version of yourself that you can be. Like I truly feel that is like a rarity, especially in this day and age where everything's just instantly gratified and if you don't like the person you can just swipe right to the next sort of thing. You know, so I, I, I do truly like admire your relationship for that and I, I do feel that your relationship is very strong because you guys have like truly been there for each other and been very honest with each other and I think that's just not something you see people do in, in relationships on a day to day basis. So yeah I'm really happy to 
to see you. And I, I know I write this in your birthday cards, like <laughs> a lot, you know, how you've matured and, and grown. And I'm so proud of you. But it, it is true, like from the bottom of my heart, like I just see you growing and being just more mature and, and amazing year by year. And I'm so lucky to have you as my best friend. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Happy tears. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice would you have for your younger self now, you know, like after going through all the things that you have gone through, and, and I know you mentioned like having matured and, and you're not as easy to be frazzled or frustrated or pick fights. So what, what other advice would you have, like looking back and if you were to talk to your 25-year-old self or, or even younger? Right. I think, I mean, we kind of touched on this earlier, but like making peace with myself as a younger person and like telling myself like, okay, you know, like you might think this is a really challenging moment or like, you know, like the worst thing that's happened in your life, but also to realize that life isn't over just because one challenge or like one obstacle came up, you know, those are little challenges that you'll come across and they'll, you know, either you'll solve it or you'll realize that they weren't even that big of a deal. And, you know, they will end up shaping who I am today and you know I should be grateful for all those things that did happen in my life because I've like I've learned a lesson from them you know um and you also mentioned this earlier Carrie but like just to be kinder to myself um and I think this is something that I still continue to work on you know I think as a as a kid like I was always taught that you know you have to be like respectful you know like kind compassionate all these things to other people but I I wasn't really ever taught that like I needed to be compassionate or like loving to myself. You know, it was always like towards other people like, oh, if you want, you know, someone else to treat you nicely, like you have to treat them nice too. But it wasn't if you want yourself to be happy, you have to give yourself self-love. <laughs> you know, like that wasn't something that I was really taught. And I think I'm st- still learning to continuously be kind to myself every day. And then I think one of the biggest things is just like enjoying growing up. You know, I was like, oh, I can't wait to like be 18 so I can like move out and do my own thing. Like don't have to care about my family. But then, you know, I realized that my family is really important to me. And so I I don't want to do that. But I think like when I was a kid, I, I couldn't wait to grow up. And, you know, you rushing to to get to like the next stage of your life. But but I think, you know, after you know, my like my last 20 somewhat years, um, I've really realized that, you know, I don't need to rush my life and I don't need to rush to get life figured out because I think eventually everything just falls into place, you know, and it, and it really took me a long time to realize that things do happen for a reason. And yeah, you know, like just enjoy that process, you know, like, like when I said, like that age for myself to get married or to have kids, like, you know, obviously now I'm I'm not there. Like I got married when I was 28 and not 25, but you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm probably more happy now than I would have been back then, you know? And, and so it's really just like to enjoy like that time that you're given. And I think like one last thing that I would tell myself, even Carrie, you would know this. I think you've also mentioned to me too, how I'm always dating someone. I think you've said that. Yeah, I think I've said that a couple times. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm always in a relationship. And, and you know, I really didn't have that time for, like, self-love or, like, 
learn about myself or really figure out what I needed before I stepped into or like jumped into the next relationship hoping that you know it would work out well yeah it's like it's I think it's almost like you can't bear to be alone because you're alone to face whatever hardships there are like your demons as some people call it whereas if you're when, when, like if you have someone like by your side and maybe that's why I, I don't know like but I'm guessing like maybe that's why you just went from one to another to another is because you never had to face that difficulty like you would always just have someone that's like okay yeah I don't have to think about all the crappy parts of my life because I can just focus on being happy with this person you know, I think for me, that's what it was for me, too. Not that I was always dating, but I think I also prioritized wanting to to find someone or have a boyfriend. Like, oh, if, if I had, like, a loving boyfriend, everything would just fall into place. So it'd be perfect. Like, I don't have to worry about anything else. But, you know, similarly, like, that also made me realize, like, wow, it's because I couldn't stand to be by myself because I would have to face all these things alone and that scared me so right um so you know what about what about you Carrie for you know some advice for your younger self <laughs> oh so many <laughs> um or so so many tips for myself I think you know it's it's funny like when I think about what I would tell myself because I'm not even sure if I would quite understand what they actually mean like you know looking back I would say a lot of things are temporary and things will pass as as time passes but I also understand in the moment everything just feels like it's falling apart and it will it will always be this way like I get that feeling and so it's like yeah I want to tell my younger self like don't worry about it in a year or in however many months or you know it won't matter but I know in the moment, we don't feel that way. So yeah. if you can, you know, if, if anyone can, just tell yourself, like, this will pass. It's just a matter of time. And I would really encourage, you know, trying to continue staying open-minded. Like, honestly, anything can happen. Um, there are so many opportunities, like, everywhere around you, but... I think you need to be the one to let yourself see them and and say yes to them and get outside of your comfort zone. And I also know that's very challenging because when we're hurting or sad or things aren't working out, we just want to like hide, hide in our beds and, and hide in our little like bubble and not have to face whatever obstacles or unfamiliarity that's out there. But that's how you get like trapped in it and and you're stuck in this rut so really try to look for the opportunities and continue talking to people and focus on on yourself and um yeah say say yes to things and you know easier said than done don't let the negative events that have happened in your life make you go cold and you know have this nihilistic attitude towards life you know it's like yes there there are a lot of bad things that happen around us and you know on the news we we see a lot of you know unfortunate things and, and events that happen around the world 
But it's also up to us to, you know, like knowing that there are bad things, it's up to us to to be compassionate, whether it's with ourselves or, or with other people. And, you know, like, I almost want to say like to make up for the bad or knowing that other people might be in bad places, you can be the person that really helps shine that light for them or guide them or, you know, like be that supportive person for someone else when they are in a bad spot. Um, And especially for yourself, of course, is like, just, you know, I, I think this ties with what Karen was talking about in terms of compassion is just like, yeah, like be, be kind to yourself and compassionate and, you know, like don't be so hard and unforgiving. I think this leads to my next tip is just, you know, I, I mentioned self-sabotaging before in a previous episode, but like really catch yourself in these moments when you are like making these assumptions of like, oh, it's not going to work out. Oh, this is like the end of whatever. Like, oh, my life is just going to suck forever. Like, you know, like, like catch yourself in these moments and question yourself. Why don't you deserve better? Like, why, why wouldn't it get better? You know, if it comes down to like, well, I'm a bad person and I don't deserve whatever good there might be. It's like, okay, well, why? You know, like, I think you always need to, challenge yourself and and question these thoughts rather than just like surrender to them and just be like yeah I'm just like I I just don't deserve anything great and this is my life you know like it, it really does come down to perspective and if that's the attitude you're going to have in life then yeah everything is going to be very gloomy for you and it's up to you to really fight that and and not sabotage yourself which you know I think really leads to my point of standing up for yourself as well as as when things aren't going the way you want them to go you know like if if someone is treating you poorly or not giving you the respect that you deserve like stand up for that and really like protect yourself defend yourself and keep yourself happy because no one else is going to do that for you. And I think last but not least is just remember to celebrate your achievements and the things that you have done and give yourself credit for what you have accomplished. And when I say achievements, they don't have to be big things. Like it's not like, oh, I got number one on whatever, or I won this award. Like it's nothing like that, but it could easily be like, yeah, I had this idea for a project and today is day one of taking a lesson on whatever this class is and giving yourself credit for that. It's like, wow, I went out of my comfort zone. Like I'm learning something for the first time. And if you get criticism for it, like, oh, why is your drawing? Oh, like you could do better on this drawing. Like it looks like this or that. Like ignore those comments like you don't need that in your life like they don't know what you've been doing or what you've been working through and it's really about you like reminding yourself like hey I took this the first step to do this and the thing is like we all start from somewhere like no one is just born and ready and you know unless they're like a child prodigy or something like no one just masters something immediately so we all start from somewhere like we all have challenges to grow through Um, And don't just like succumb to those assumptions that 
oh yeah, people are just born like this and they're just so talented and I can't be as good as them. Um, just always give yourself credit. And if you don't, if you find yourself like, you know, you end up not liking this thing that you're trying out, then just don't do it. But don't, don't beat yourself up and think that you're a failure because you stopped doing it either. Like maybe it just wasn't a good fit for you. Yeah. These are things that I would tell my younger self. Well, thank you so much, you, for sharing those. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, like, almost don't want to, like, wrap up this episode because we're having such, like, a... I don't know, like, e- even though, like, I guess Karen and I, like, talk about life, you know, life things um, often... I think it's it's something else to just be like sitting here across from each other, sipping on tea and having like a really in-depth conversation about this and especially like talking about the past and, and reflecting like it really is, I feel like it puts us in like a totally different, I don't know, mindset, environment. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but feels very intimate. Yes. Um. But we really do hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I hope you, you know, if you are struggling with anything, that you don't feel alone and, and you, you know, feel free to reach out to us if, if you have something to share or if you have questions or, or want insights and advice or resources for something, you know, we're, we're, we're here to help and we're more than happy to. But once again, thank you so much for joining us today and we wish you a wonderful week ahead and we will see you again next Sunday. Yay! Thank you! Thank you! Bye! If you listened and enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with your friends. Please make sure to also visit us at 30minutes.com. That's 30 as in T-H-I-R-T-E-A minutes.com to check in for more updates, learn how to contact us, and more. We'll see you next Sunday.